0: welcome back to a brand new episode of chaotic energy you never know what you're going to get here because we don't know what's happening most of the time so it's always random it's guaranteed to be chaotic so uh, we went from having, what, six people? Six, seven people last episode to uh three. Let's go good stuff. Good start. <laughs> it's fine. Maybe some will join us later on. But uh, today you got me, Danielle.
1: Ben. Hello, hello.
0: And Mary Grace. Okay. Uh, so today's topic that we may or may not veer off from uh, was fears and phobias. I hit Ben with that five minutes ago. Because I suck and I forgot to text people, um, maybe that's why nobody's here. They don't even realize. But okay. So you were about to say something, and I made you stop and wait for the podcast. So what was it? <laughs> 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 he just picked up a pick and started combing his beard. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh,
1: honestly, I don't fear much. I used to have this fear of, as do with my body, right? Like. My fear is, like, when me and somebody are getting in the moment, right? And then you just... And, like, it's getting hot heavy. And then... And then, uh, like, right when it starts about a, thing's about to start, they just call me little. But in a more disrespectful manner. I had a dream about that shit once. Oh, no. And, that like, that dream stuck with me for so long. And I kept running, like, wait. I, this is really going to happen? I'm, oh, no, that's why when I was in high school I used to I avoided that I avoided anything that I do with that like the plague because of that dream because that that shit that shit stuck me for the longest I'm like I don't really want shit to happen so I was like nah nah I'm good I'm good (laughs) that is
2: crazy and the
1: thing is I think I recognized the person I was like oh I'm gonna stay away from them too just in case that shit doesn't happen but it didn't happen
0: well that's good (laughs) (laughs) So funny, <laughs> That's so specific, though. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like acrophobia, yeah. fear of heights, arachnophobia. Of spiders, yeah. But no, uh, fear oh, of being call called that? little.
1: Yep. Okay. Oh,
2: I, <laughs>
0: small dick. Off dick to <laughs> a <phobia>. good start.
1: <laughs> like,
2: What'd you say, small? Prob- I said small dick phobia. <laughs> there's probably a word for like. There's probably a word for it. There's a word for. Would like, that like, not be
0: categorized as like body dysmorphia? Or is it
1: It could be. But is it
0: a fear of being oh. being called? Or being called, yeah.
1: Hmm. A little bit of both, because That's I so you can tell this to every every dude in the in the world. They will they will consider themselves below average and shit like that. But when I had a little spicy moment. He said
2: <laughs> I got it like that. Yeah. I wish that was recorded, your little
1: turnaround mm. dance oh my god that was cute and her own where she was like oh you puerto rican i see oh my god me i was gassed up mm. that was <laughs> what a defining is happening? that was a defining moment for me i'll tell you that i was like hold on i got it like that for real this instantly took a wicked
2: turn that no, i was not expecting I get it because Like, a year ago, Danielle said that I was very well proportioned, and it has always stuck with me. I think about it every day when I get dressed. I'm like, well proportioned. You're so well (laughs) (laughs) proportioned.
0: No, I I was thinking about it because I'm self-conscious on the other side of that. Because my cousins always make fun of me for my T-Rex arms. I do have very short arms. I've never never noticed noticed. that, though. Well, thank you. I have little baby hands and very short arms. And uh, while my cousins are kidding... I, I take it to heart a little oh, bit yeah. at sometimes. So when I see you and you are elegantly proportioned. I've never... Yeah. I've never noticed. And you have a very round head. Oh my god, my head's so
2: round. <laughs> you guys already know.
1: No,
0: I like it. I like oh my god, that's too funny. No, seriously, I was just sitting here thinking, I was like, I have sort of acrophobia. Like fear of heights. But it's not so much heights. As it is the fear of falling from those heights. Because right. you can put me up as high as you want, and as long as I feel secure, I'm good. Hmm. But, like, leave me, a, like, an open guardrail or something like that. Oh, God, no. Oh, nah, no, no,
1: no. Yeah. no, 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 no.
0: Can't do that. Like, the thought of, like, skydiving. My parents went skydiving not too long ago, because um, they're badasses, apparently. Could not pay me to do that. No. Like, the sensation of falling, I hate it in general, but then put me up, like, really, really high and then make me fall. It's literally the recipe for my worst nightmare. Other than being pregnant, that's actually. (laughs) I think I would skydive. Would you? I think I would like it. My parents said that for two weeks straight, their entire worldview changed. Like, everything was brighter. Everything just hit a little harder. Life just seemed brighter after that.
2: I love, like, things that I I have a lot of wind. Like, I like biking. (laughs) (laughs) I like biking or, like, being on a (laughs) boat because there's, like, a lot of wind in my face. I like it. Like Here
0: I'm, I'm talking like real deep, like oh changing God, like, I life. I feel like the
2: wind would feel good on my face. Maybe not, though, but it doesn't make your
0: mouth go like, oh. <laughs> It does. You get like the little wrinkles and it, like a yeah, dog does. lips flapping around.
1: Yep. <laughs> dog loops.
0: Yep that's it they so have funny. uh my parents do have videos of them skydiving and that happens their cheeks are flapping around and everything i don't really want that <laughs> well you just smile really really big your mouth gets all dry though no oh uh, well you know what i shouldn't say anything because i haven't been skydiving so i don't know you're shaking your head like yes you've been well, skydiving I just know
2: from like life like, if you've like, you blown a hair dryer in your face, like, your mouth gets dry. Why would you do
0: that, Mary Grace? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. I have held my head out the window like a dog. Yeah, your when mouth I was gets a kid dry. And hung my tongue out and tried to get it as dry as humanly possible for some unknown reason. Eek. I was a child, so it's, an, it's excusable, right? Probably not, but... <laughs> no, but, uh... Going over to arachnophobia, the classic, like, number one of all phobias. Yeah, same. spiders. Do you hate them, or are you actually terrified of them? I'm not afraid, like,
2: of them or, like, what they could do to me. I just, like, they're just creepy. Like, you know how Joe is, like, their little faces (laughs) and their little pictures? I just hate
0: it. I used to be my parents, or not my parents, but my family's resident... uh, Oh, gosh, picture of a spider. No, thank you. Um... I used to be my family's resident, like, bug and spider catcher. Same. I used to love them, but I can, t- I can pinpoint the exact moment I went from liking them to fearing them to death. Fourth grade, silent reading time. I was flipping through a book of bugs and insects and spiders. And I flipped to a, p- a new page and double spread, like, across the two pages was a really close-up view of this spider that... I literally screamed in the middle of class, flipped the book, hyperventilated, and I have been terrified ever since because of that moment. And the same thing with butterflies. I hate butterflies because of the episode of SpongeBob <laughs> where it's like it's terrorizing the town and they do like those close-up shots of a it butterfly's didn't do face. anything,
2: though. No, I hate ball. butterflies
0: from that moment. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, makes a whole lot of sense, though. So, I've been traumatized. And thus, phobias have been created. I just don't like things that are, like,
2: fast. Like, if I feel like I could like, crawl into my clothes really fast, or, like, in my mouth or something, that freaks me out. You so are I Joe! Like, I don't like squirrels. I don't like fast insects. Mm, I think that's kind of it. You are, you are Joe. Just he so said the fast. same thing. Mice. Like, if it's, like, little and it runs
0: really fast, I hate it. No, oh my god, the one episode where he's just, like... Frank was like, "What if I brought in a roach?" And Have you was, seen an episode? the episode? I haven't watched this it. Morning. I haven't. I haven't the bug yet. Thing? There's so a new bug thing. Oh yeah, god. Yeah, there's a
2: bug thing for the
0: the, the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, no, I haven't watched it yet. But no, Joe. Maybe. He was like, what, "What would you do, Joe, if I brought in a roach?" He was like, "I would be very, very upset." <laughs> That's all he said. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How dramatic. <laughs> oh my lord. What else? Are you afraid of?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, let's see, I had a fear in mind but I just forgot it uh, the fear of public embarrassment like I remember I was at the mall last week or not, another week ago I don't remember, I was at the mall I walked the Journeys, right, there was three uh, uh, employees I mentioned because they're all women and uh, I get a little flustered just,
2: just, just a little just
1: <laughs> they a little.
0: said you had a small dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, <laughs> hey. no!
1: <laughs> two-inch punisher, probably, yeah. Anyways.
0: What? Motion of the ocean.
1: <laughs> motion, <yep>. motion <laughs> of the ocean. Okay. Uh, so I walked in, I are like, hey, can we help you with anything? I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm just gonna browse around, conference section, yeah, browse around, over-explaining what I need to look for. And then when I w- walked over to the left, it was not the converse section, it was the van section. I was like, all right, let me try to turn around. I, tri- I tripped over a chair. But I didn't fall completely. I just stumbled audibly. And then I tried to take a sip of my iced chai I got from Duncan's. That shit was at the. It was just all ice. So <laughs> all you hear is just <laughs> me trying to save face. And I was like. And I just glanced around for, like for at least a minute or two and I left. Because oh. I just couldn't end up being <laughs> in that environment anymore.
0: That's oh so no.
1: Me around attractive women. I, I can't. Oh, that's too funny.
2: I, I have a, a public embarrassment story that happened here at this school my second semester I was in English class it was like noon or something and it was one of those desks where like the chairs like connected to like the desk and so I was like sitting like I was leaning forward and I was drawing or something I wasn't paying attention and I zoned out and I came to and I was on the floor. <laughs> like I'd fallen forward and the chair was behind. I fell the whole desk fell with me. <laughs> No. <laughs> so I, the chair was then turned. I was turned. Everything did like a ninety degree shift forward, and my hands were like planted on the ground. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And the fourth teacher, she was this nice old lady, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry you're having problems with the equipment in the classroom." And she's like, "Do you want a new desk?" And I was like, "I have no idea." What just happened? No. I like blacked out and I came to and I was on the ground, but I was still in the desk. Oh my god! I can just picture that that, that mm. contortion probably with that. Oh my still god. drawing it was on the paper. So embarrassing because it was so quiet and then all of a sudden I just planted
0: on the ground. Oh my god! No, that reminds me. Back in high school. Oh shoot! Um, I was in show choir and to practice. Walking in heels, we were supposed to every Friday. Everyone was supposed to wear heels to school, and uh, high school me was an epic klutz. That was a recipe for disaster. And I remember last period, end of the day, bell rang. I come out of class. Everybody's at their lockers. Whole hallway is completely filled with people. I walk out of my classroom. I take the turn to walk down the hallway. Heel comes out from under me. I hit the ground. Both knees oh, slant. <laughs> I slammed into the ground on my knees and um i w- I'm, I'm not a small thing okay <laughs> the entire building shook. Up. <laughs> I mean, the boom that radiated through that hallway, I had like 60 faces (coughs) turned toward me and I'm just sitting there on my knees. I'm like, murder me in my spot. Someone put me out of my misery. But the thing, I couldn't get up because it was my knees. They had like shattered basically. (laughs) So I was just kind of stuck there on the ground for a little while in sitting in my humiliation while people just stared at me. Nobody offered to help. That sucks. Yeah. Everyone just kept, kept staring at me until I managed to finagle my way back up. But uh, it was rough. I stopped wearing heels after that. <laughs> At least not in school. Those floors were waxed pretty nicely, weren't they? But I uh, also show choir related. Um, we were dancing, we were doing the formations, whatever. And there was, a, there was a, one song where I had to go from like the top riser all the way down to the floor. And as I was coming back, like all the way down, Kid stepped in front of me. He was not supposed to be there. It was routine. Be where you're supposed to be. He stepped in front of me. I ricochet off him. My heel hits the back riser behind me. So I trip on that, step up, trip on the riser behind that, fall, end up rolling down three risers, sprawled out on the floor. And as soon as I stop my absolute ridiculous tumble, that's when a friend of mine sticks his hands out and he goes, and tries to catch me. (laughs) Fuck. After I've already landed and I'm sprawled out after falling for like a full 30 seconds. It was like this whole thing. And it was actually enough where the director at the end, at the, the end of the year banquet or whatever, that was the story that she oh. used t- to introduce me for the banquet. I was like, wow, thanks. I feel special. But it was pretty. That's bad. Sweet Abby. Shout out to Abby. He uh <laughs> He tried. A little late, but he tried at least, which is more than I can say for a lot of other people. (laughs) Oh Lord, have mercy! That's bad. (sighs) Yeah. No, I had a not a phobia so much as just a panic-inducing fear that was unlocked while I was reading this one book series. I think I told you about it before on the attempted podcast that did not go well. (laughs) But uh, read this book series one time where this kid gets framed for murder. Everything is against this kid. So he did not commit the murder, but it's to the point where he either goes to trial and he um, pleads innocent, which he is, and loses the court case and, or loses the trial and gets 25 to life, or no, it's, he gets life in prison, or he pleads guilty takes a plea bargain or whatever, and gets, you know, 25 with the option of parole. Either way, this dude Ugh. is screwed. So it unlocked a full-blown fear of mine of being framed and convicted for a crime I did not do. I had full panic attack Mm-mm. while reading this book. Did I stop reading it like a reasonable person? No. <laughs> I continued because it was great. Uh, but, yeah, I had to call my mom, and she had to calm me down because full hyperventilating. It that's was great. That's
2: scary. That really happens, too. Like, oh, my God, yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, so the fear is not unfounded.
1: <laughs> Indeed. To, <be clears throat> to piggyback off of that, for us men, our worst fear, like, this is goes for all, all men. I can speak for all men. Our worst fear is false ac- accusations, no matter the place. Mm. That's, yep. Especially, Especially since people are, not all people, but people, some people are pushing the believe all women narrative. And that narrative kind of hurts women that actually are victims and stuff like that. Because... Mm believe all then then the ones who were lying kind of what's called puts paints the victims in a bad light <laughs> but to continue with what i was saying we meant for your false accusations shit we could just be walking down the street and a woman could just point uh, a woman could just point at us that well we sexually harassed them or anything the cops ain't gonna you know try to hear our side they put us back in a cruiser and that's it
0: well there was that one court case where that and I don't have all the information, but the guy spent like 12 years in prison for essaying a girl that totally lied about it. Holy crap. And she came out eventually and said, Yeah, I, I lied. And he was released from prison. But that's 12 years of his life gone. His reputation ruined. I remember every, more e- than that
2: too. Yeah,
0: every expectation, every aspiration he had gone. And so I'm like, if you're going to falsely accuse of someone of that, and ruin their life because it may have only been—I say only—but it was 12 years. But his entire life will forever be affected because of that. She deserves life in prison.
1: Exactly, and <clears throat> and the women who falsely accuse—I'm pretty, to my knowledge, nothing happens to them. They can just walk free. Wow. Their family—it's okay. Things happen. Their friends. Hey, he could have.
0: No, absolutely. I totally agree with that. That the the false narratives. You know, there's a lot of really amazing movements. There's a lot of amazing um, narratives that do need to be told. But humans are despicable creatures. Mm-hmm. And they will take anything to have a spotlight or have, you know, their five minutes. And, uh, yeah, it's those, it's those people that can actually end up eroding a whole lot. And then, like you said, it undermines the real stories um, and does a lot, a lot more harm than good even if you're trying to get some kind of message out there. It's like, at least be honest. The mm-hmm. biggest okay. problem is people not being honest with themselves. You know, you have all these... You were just saying we were going to talk about more <laughs> political and social things, but the, uh, the fact that people are not honest with themselves and that we have so many things going on in our world and our you know society that people are trying to like, cram themselves into just to be able to fit in with what's going on and what's popular. You're not being honest with yourself, you're undermining people who are actually going through that kind of thing, and it's derailing any kind of progress. You just, like, People are just not honest with themselves, and they'll make excuses for other people because they're not being honest with themselves and those other people. So, it's very frustrating. That's exactly,
1: me. And I wonder what goes through those women, uh, to, to, through their minds, like do they not think about the actual victims? Like, they just, oh, uh, my parents are beating down on me because I had sex. Let me, just, let me just try to throw an excuse out there. Like, they don't think about the other victims, what they're going through, mm-hmm. what hell they're going through when they're not being believed.
0: Nope, humans are... When they're seen as
1: are... promiscuous, when, when they've been taken advantage of.
0: Humans are despicably selfish, self-interested creatures. I, uh, I'm in sociology and American national politics right now, And the two go hand in hand. But it just kind of highlights the just depravity of humanity at times. And I'm just a fan of, you know what? Save the manatees, get rid of people. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so done with people. You have the few and far between humanity restored kind of thing, you know, faith in humanity. But Mm -hmm. uh, they're getting farther and farther
2: between. So, I don't know. So true. I have like a fear of people who are not willing to admit they're wrong mm. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. I hate it take responsibility for yourself yeah we had a big incident of that in New York with COVID and all that good stuff mm. with the
1: uh... I'm not lying <laughs> what? what are
0: you talking about um, I keep wanting to say a different name and I know it's not that And <laughs> the pressure oh my god I don't want to say it, but, uh, no, the governor, he hit all the stuff with, like, the nursing homes and stuff. You don't know any of this? I just found out
2: about Epstein, like, two weeks ago.
1: Wasn't the governor accused of, uh, SA?
2: Oh, yeah. I know that. I
1: vaguely remember something along those lines.
2: I was like, I'm Italian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sweet Jesus. Yeah. No, what I was saying was that, uh, his COVID protocols, um, ended up killing I I shouldn't say killing ended up with the deaths of a lot of elderly people in nursing homes um oh lord I'm saying things I could have my facts totally wrong but the point is his protocols were not good Mm -hmm. and instead of taking responsibility and just saying I messed up and I will do my level best to make sure that never happens again he made every excuse in the book Mm. and it was devastating what happened, but had he said, yeah, I screwed up, I would have had even just a smidge more respect for him. But he, he made, like I said, made every excuse in the book, and I'm like, I will never be able to respect you in any capacity ever again. Right. And uh, he's then thoroughly proved elsewhere that uh, he is not a respectable human being. <laughs> so, guess that is a moot point anyway. But, uh, no, very good point with uh, being able to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. Because, like, that leads to the ability to change and progress. Like, you, people are allowed to change their minds. It's not – there's a difference between changing your mind and being a hypocrite. Yeah. Like, if you learn, if you get more information and you think one way, but after that information and you think on it, it's like, okay, now I see something different. I'm going to, I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to change my ways. That's not being a hypocrite. That's progressing. That's changing. That's good. That's what we need. But, you know, when you're out there preaching one thing, doing another – the hypocrisy, I cannot stand it. The selfishness and hypocrisy, those are my two biggest things. Mm-hmm.
1: So. Exactly. The big message I always point out to people, to all my friends, is that don't go back to what uh, destroyed you. And uh, mm. sometimes sometimes I have the thought to go back to a crush that really messed me up. But then I, have to, I can't be a hip- hypocrite, preach that you can't go back to what destroyed you and then go back to what destroyed me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And seeing all the results of people going back to their exes and shit... Sure, for like a year or two, it's going to be fine. But now look at you, heartbroken. With a kid. Bankrupt. <laughs> Come on. Th- did that help you in any way? Now you got more trauma. And then you trying to re- restart mm. a trauma bond? Come on now. Do people never learn? Like, that, that ties in with one of my other fears. Fear of commitment. Because people... And just people, period <laughs> Exactly,
0: people
1: yeah. You can't really be sure On how somebody's feeling Especially if they, they're not really good at communicating Their emotions and stuff it's, 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 they're too, People that are too shifty I just, no thank you If your emotions are not set on me I just don't want to be around you type shit <laughs> Especially since I've had that all my life Like please, you're either on this side Or that side I can't have anybody uncertain of me And that's why I have your commitment Like no well,
0: thank you. Yeah. I can, I can definitely say, though, that, like, it can be hard as far as, you know, going back into a situation that, you know, hurt you, destroyed you. It can be hard to step away from that. That is true. Um, I, you know, 27 years worth of the, stepping back into it. And unfortunately, a lot of times it comes from family. Um, and families can be difficult to recognize when it's truly toxic. And that, you know, sometimes you got to put the kibosh to it. You gotta, you gotta cut them out, and it can be hard. Um, so, I can definitely understand like why you know you shouldn't go back to the things that destroyed you. But at the same time, it can be hard to, to to detach yourself from them.
1: I also understand understand that you know love, especially if you've been with somebody for a long time, being used to that, and then thinking about you know the future and change without them, it can be rough because people are scared scared of change and stuff like that, and they don't want to go. Even if it's t- even if the situation is very unhealthy for them, they don't want an out of it because that's what they're used to. They don't want anything different. They don't want anything healthy because healthy is still change, and change is, to them, scary.
0: Not to completely derail, but you said healthy and change. I'm so excited about this one thing. So I am, like, the laziest human being on the face of the planet, and I, I absolutely hate going to the gym. It is just, like, hamster on a wheel, cannot stand it just anything but that. And I finally found the one thing that motivates me. Mm. And it's Did I talk about this already? I did. Okay. The, the I didn't tell you about it then. Okay. The Conqueror Challenge, they like you can sign up for like virtual virtual can't say big. Um but right now I'm walking the distance from the Shire to Mordor mm. to take the ring back to the back to Mount Doom, um following Sam and Frodo's path and journey. And I'm so excited and I'm like just walking and the, the little, it tracks your movements and everything and it follows along the path and you can see your progress. And I'm like, I'm so excited. And it's like the one thing that has actually gotten me off my ass and like outside walking and actually, walked. I walked six miles yesterday. Holy oh, like wow. crap. I think like 6.6 miles yesterday because it was freaking gorgeous. I did not want to be inside. I was like, I have to take this because like freaking where we are, it's very few and far between as far as a nice clear night. So yeah, I took advantage of that just walked laps around my apartment complex it's fantastic that's awesome I'm so so excited that's really cool I'm like already like 30 some miles into the journey it's like 680 miles though so and that's the short version (laughs) because the the long version I think it's like what was what was the actual journey 1,700 some miles that they had to walk Jeez. yeah it's something ridiculous like that but uh no, I'm, I'm doing the shorter walking version. It doesn't matter. Shout out to Conqueror for that's being cool. the one thing that <laughs> motivates me, though. So that's exciting. Um, just walking around my apartment complex, though, we, I, had, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm really happy I live in a place where I don't have to worry about walking at night because I was walking at, like, 10 o'clock at night. And, um, but then I started thinking about the fact that um, while my apartment complex is private properly and it's gated, we got ding-dong ditched a few times. And so for having, like, a group of college kids scattering around the apartment complex was, like, a little concerning. Yeah. Because we're also on Kaz Lake. So I'm like, did they come on the lake in the middle of winter (laughs) and, like, jump the fence or something? What is happening? Like, what kind of ninja shit did they have to do to get on this property? (laughs) But, yeah, it was, like, midnight. And they started banging on my door. It was really stupid, though. My windows were open. And I could hear them talking and whispering. And I'm like, (laughs) at first I thought it was, like, maybe the maintenance because the apartment building next to me, is there something going on? And um, I thought maybe they just had to check in on something. But then I was like, they're like giggling and laughing. That's not the maintenance guy. That is someone being stupid. And I looked and they were (laughs) walking by. I started pounding on my door and took off. And so I called up, I called the main maintenance guy. And I was like, yeah, just to let you know. (laughs) So I saw him in the grass. He started driving his car (laughs) around the entire lot. And so uh, we had him one back. We had them, again, back one other time. and uh, But yeah, so I was walking around, and I was like, do I need to be worried about walking around my complex now? But I didn't care, because it was really nice. Listen to epic adventure music? That's motivating. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, like I said, that derailed from fears and phobias, but that's fine. We have class. Indeed. Indeed. I'm fearing the presentations that we probably have to do today. Presentations. I say presentations, but like picture things and then Oof. having to present them or whatever. I don't. don't know. Don't worry,
1: y'all will do great because you're all great people.
0: We're Thanks. level five. We should be used to this kind of thing by now. Are we level six now? I don't know. Are oh, we? this it's
2: five and six. Five combined. and six combined. Five and a half. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening.
1: Yeah.
2: Check out our socials. See you next time. See you next time. Yeah, see or here. Hear you next time. Listen to you next time. Talk talk to you later. Bye bye.